8.47. Just about time for this week's quotes. Before I do, we just heard mentioned there by Natalie, uh, the Seoul Animal Care Centre. Um, it's actually Esplex Centre, a place we know very well because that's where we're broadcasting from right now. And I've been to this centre in the uh, sort of basement of our building. and It's definitely worth a visit um, in case you're interested in that. Um, if you want any more details on any of our stories um, and you want to catch us off air, you can tweet us anytime at EFM this morning. Let's now introduce Jim Bully, business and sports reporter from Korea Chungang Daily. And good morning to you. Good morning. Let's get straight into our quote. This comes from a, a rapper. Is it San E? Yeah. I, I don't know San E, to be honest, uh, but um, not my not my genre. At yeah. least if rap ever was my genre, it's probably from back in the 90s somewhere. Um, but what this rapper has said uh, is perhaps more important for us today because it launches us into a conversation about gender, equality or otherwise. So this is the quote directly. The original intention of the song was to criticise those who say they respect feminists, gender equality and women while acting otherwise. Those last three words are very important in that quote. Yeah, so what this is, is this is Sani responding to a backlash from a song that he released last Friday. Last Friday, he released a new video um, of a song called Feminist. And he says, you know, that I chose this theme to point out the societal issue of hatred against women and men. Um, he says there that he was criticizing those who say they respect feminists. But as far as the lyrics of the song are concerned, to a lot of listeners, they... You know, the the lyrics mention the sexism and misogynism that he talks about, but there's no evidence of any criticism. We'll come on to his stand on this in just a moment. I think it's very important that we put the context there because it was released just after the so-called Isu Station assault case uh, triggered an online gender war. Uh, we We have a lot of confusion around this case but basically the 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 crux of it is that two women uh claimed online that they were physically attacked for not wearing makeup and for having short hair it's part of the escape the corset movement yeah you know uh jim the first time i heard a a young woman in Korea tell me about the Escape the Corset movement. I thought, oh, that's quite an interesting name. I thought it was her own description of it. And then I realized it's actually this big widespread thing. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I've noticed with increasing frequency over the last few months. Do you have any comment on that part of this before we continue into the, the, the Isu Station case? I mean, what we need to know about that is that there, were, it, there was some kind of fight in a bar um, last week between four men and two women. Um, The women then claimed both online and seemingly to the police that they had been attacked by the men. Maybe there had been some words exchanged, but the women posted photos of themselves bloodied and stuff. And that was originally the story. Um, Later stories seemed to imply that the women were the instigators of the fight. But all the details are still very, very unclear. But that's why it triggered this kind of gender war. Well, very vague, because, you know, if if they were really bloodied, it's appalling no matter what order of events happened. Exactly, but, yeah. But when you look at the police version of events, that they're actually sort of stressing that one of the women lightly hit one of the men's hands. I mean, I don't know what that uh, contributes to the whole thing, but I guess the police are suggesting that they somehow instigated this? The police's angle a couple of days later appears to be that they instigated it. And that appears to be what Sani was playing off of, although in his, you know, in his later comments, he's trying to make it sound like he was 
approaching everything from a neutral standpoint. But basically, immediately after that incident, Sani uploaded the footage of the fight, almost definitely illegally, on social media, and then pulled it down when commenters did, pointed did out it was illegal. Did you have a chance to see any of this footage, by the way? I've seen bl- the blurred out things that they show on the news, but not anything that I could okay. really... Would you say there's anything you saw in the footage that looks like serious assault? It's all. It's it's not possible to see clearly. Yeah. Really, yeah. Okay, so difficult to comment on that part of it right now. But um, the the bigger issues that are being raised here, I, there are a few of them. One of them for me is, by the way, this whole question of self defence. I mean, like here in this country, we're constantly told as foreigners, it's not like in your own country, wherever you might live, if somebody attacks you and then you attack back, you yourself might be um, held responsible uh, or you yourself will be considered guilty of assault, regardless of whether it's self-defense or not. Yeah. But here we've got the police uh, suggesting or implying that the men were somehow justified in their action because they were first and directly quoting again lightly hit on one of their hands i don't know to what extent the police are claiming that they're justified because we still don't know how violent this whole incident was right all those deeds are still very unclear um after immediately after it they arrested both men and women that were not all of them but some that were involved in the fight so you know exactly what the police's position is in terms of how violent it was and you know who's legally culpable i don't know but the, the definitely the the women were the instigators is the position they've taken yeah i i mean i just mean to say that lightly hitting anyone on one of their hands is, is difficult to um from a, a moral point of view i don't know about how the letter of the law would read it but difficult from a moral point of view to view that as, as justifying some great provocation yeah, yeah now on to the other side of this the gender inequality thing um what do you think about this whole escape the corset movement? It's a freedom of choice. Right. If you want to cut your hair short, you don't want to wear makeup, that's, that's one thing. But when it becomes a movement, what's your view? I mean, what do you mean by it becoming a movement, I suppose? is the Well, when, when it becomes a trend, when, when it's some sort of backlash against um, this idea that there's a, a pressure to conform for, for young women. I mean, I don't think there's any problem with a non-conformist trend, whether it be on gender lines or anything else. If it, if it becomes violent, you know, if it instigates anything that's illegal, then that's an issue. But otherwise, I don't see a... But what this rapper Sani and many others, uh, including um, more than 129,000 people online, yeah. a, a petition have been complaining about is, is radical feminism and these online groups who ha- have been at least aggressive online... I mean, to be clear, what Sani is complaining about, seemingly or not, as he claims, but what he complained about in the song is things that that normally are considered gender issues from a male standpoint, like men paying on dates, men having to serve in the military, all those kind of things. To be clear, Sani is an American citizen and doesn't have to serve in the military. But those kind of issues are what he's complaining about. It, it's it's more kind of like the little bickering things rather than the broader. Um, radical feminist issues. Right, okay. But it's certainly tied together. I mean, I've got an article here from the Career Herald in front of me where they mention this petition that was a, a, a spin-off and it was as of Sunday afternoon that 129,500 people had signed it um, complaining uh, about radical feminism and that they're defending women as a whole and defending rights to equality, but they've reached this point where they want to complain about um, the extremist attitudes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I really struggle with these things because I don't see any evidence of widespread 
extremist attitudes, either mm. in the news that I deal with or in my, you know, in normal life. Well, wh- one thing that I witnessed, and I, I did a, a lecture series, and I, I, I encountered a number of um, younger students in the process, like university age students. And during the course of a few months, a, a number of the female members of the class did cut their hair short and did noticeably stop wearing makeup. And yep. I had no issue with that personally. But what I noticed was some friction between them and some male members of the group. And it, it was just concerning to witness. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that's entirely their own choice. Like of course said. it's their yeah. own choice. I wouldn't say, oh, you can't cut no. your hair. But it, it, it's just that the dialogue ideally would be handled in a more constructive way. But, you know, far be it from me as a middle-aged white male to uh, to comment on this. Uh, yeah. But but thank you very much, Jim Bully, for, for bringing the issue to our attention. Thank you.